Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome to Magic City Scoreboard. I'm your host, JB, right here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed to all that is sports. Uh, not a good week for Miami and South Florida, you know, but we're going to get into it, all right? We're going to talk about the Heat, the Panthers, um, and the Marlins was taking a little step back. So it's not a great week, all right? So let's get to it. Again, thank you for joining us. This is Magic City Scoreboard. I'm your host, JB. Your direct feed to all that. Is, sorry, this is I'm right here on IE Sports Radio. Your direct feed to all that is sports. Um, and let's get to it. All right. So, Miami fans, how are we feeling? How are we feeling? Good evening, Adam. Mr. Rodriguez. Good evening. How we feel at Miami fans? Um, not a good week. On Monday, the Heat. Game five. They lose by six. And even though it was... Even when the, the, the Heat was up by ten points, I just didn't feel comfortable. I just felt that Denver was was the better team. And I, and I was just waiting for for the collapse and it happened in the fourth quarter of course well it happened ending the third uh when the the nuggets just made a 10 run a 10 a 10 point race a 10 point deficit in less than a minute it was just it was just crazy um but all in all all out it Yes, I mean, not to be sorry about it. The Panthers had a great season. The he had, well, a great postseason because they didn't have a great season. Both teams had a great post postseason. Um, they surprised a lot of people. Um, and, you know, next year they won't be surprised. But we know that's for the Panthers fan and the Heat fan. We know what, what needs to be done. All right. The weakness was the weakness was exposed in in the, in these in in the finals. The Panthers know know what they need. They need another score to go with um Matthew Kachuk, and the Heat needs another score, a number one score. I love Jimmy. I you know I love his tenacity. I love the way he plays, but um he can't be a number one score because as you can see sometimes he runs out of gas, and when he runs out of gas, there's there was nobody, nobody to step up. For the likes of me, I didn't know why. Out of desperation, um, an elimination game, Spolstra didn't play Hero. He was available, and he didn't play him. And, of course, he says that he's going to have to wrestle that through the whole summer because he, he might not get no speed because um, he, just, he, just, he just didn't believe that he was healthy, he said. Um, so, so, yeah. So that's that's what happened. It was just, you know, all since April with the Miami Hurricanes basketball team and the Miami Hurricanes woman team uh, basketball team. Uh, it was just all from that point on. It was just amazing. Um, but everybody fell short. 
Um, and everybody knew what they need. So everything like, like the Hurricanes basketball team, we saw that we needed size, and, and of course that's what the Heat needs too. The Heat needs size um, and and scoring. The Hurricanes don't need scoring; they just need size, size and rebounding, because um, UConn was just bigger, and they just bullied them. Um, so it was just. It was tough to watch. You know, you see, you see then after a great run, uh, all the euphoric, um, the emotions, the taunting, um, the messing with Celtics fans, the back and forth with Milwaukee, well, not no Milwaukee fans because they're, the Milwaukee, they're sane. They, they're knowledgeable. They knew that they got beat and didn't make excuses. They just took it, unlike the New York Knicks fans and the Celtics fans. Didn't want to take... Didn't want to, um, how should I say it, see the truth in what happened to their teams. And, like, the Heat knows now what they need to do. I know there's rumors that they, you know, they, they're they going to push for Bradley Beal um, or Dame, Dame Lillard. Um, or some say they're going to try to get both. Uh, not, not happy with that. I don't um, we don't need Dan Miller and Bradley Bill. We need one or the other. All right, you get one, and I don't think it's Bradley Bill. I know he's he's young, uh, but he averaged what he averaged twenty three points a game last year. Tyler Hero averaged twenty, you know, and he makes twenty three million dollars more than Tyler Hero just for three points a game. No. I would love to see them try to get Damon Lillard. And then on a defensive end, you go get Brooke Lopez, who was a free agent. You can get those two. That's a, it's a championship team. Point blank, period. It's a championship team. Yes, Mr. Rodriguez, better days are ahead in Miami sports. Yes, it's coming, Mr. Rodriguez. September, the Dolphins and the Hurricanes will carry it on. And like I told you before, Mr. Rodriguez, the Hurricane, I mean, the Dolphins is going to be 1-0. So we already chalk it up as 1-0. We, we played the, the Los Angeles Chargers week one in Los Angeles. That's a win for us. So, yes, better days are ahead. It is our head. But, you know, back to the heat. It's just, it was just annoying to see the house, to see the size, because you know it didn't matter before, but against Jokic, you just saw how small they were against the Nuggets. You know the Nuggets front line: Michael Porter Jr. is six nine, six ten. Aaron Gordon is six nine, and then you had Jokic, um, seven foot, and then the tallest player on the Heat team at you know that 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 that's a rotation player is six nine and Bam Adebayo. So size was the problem. So hopefully, Pat Riley, the Godfather, would not just go crazy and go get Bradley Bill and Dame Lillard because basically Washington Wizards is going to give them from nothing. They trying to rebuild, you know. They want a first round pick or whatever, so if he could get them a first round pick, and they. They said they don't even want Tyler Hero. So the Heat can possibly get Bradley Bill and Damon Lillard. But like I said, why do that? When you could just get Dame Lillard. Um if, sorry, Tyler, you know, you know, we love you here down here. But if you can get Dame Lillard, give him some 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 give him three first round draft picks that you have, and Dame Lillard and throw in um, whoever, whoever, don't throw in Jokic, um, Jovic, the, the rookie. I know they're going to ask for him, but you didn't got to throw him in there. If you're going to give him thir- three first round draft pick, give him another player. Give him another player. But if you do, if you can make a trade, get Dame Lillard and get Brooke Lopez, I mean, you're good. You're good. You, you can start Duncan Robinson. 
after that. Or Hayward, or Hayward Highsmith. You could do that. Or you can find someone on the cheap, on the fridge market, who will, who will take less money. But Bradley Bill and Damian Lillard, I, just, I think it's kind of too excessive for me. Uh, I, I think they need a big man. They need to stop it and get someone that could, that could defend the post. They never had that in years. In years. Um, get someone who could defend the post and rebound, and they'd be all right. I'm not saying Brooke Lopez, if this if this so happened, because I believe Denver Denver is not done. Denver is not done. So this say you have to meet Denver again. I think Brooke Lopez could at least irritate him a little bit. Could at least irritate him, and Dame Lillard and all of them could go off. They can go off. So, you know, so it was tough watching that game. It was tough. Let's see. Which team? This is from Adam. Why are you doing Adam again? Which team do you think is better set up to finish the job next season? Oh, the Heat. The Heat is set up. The Heat. Uh, the Panthers, I don't know if they can, if they can mask another trade. Um, to get somebody like like Kachuk, I don't know. Um, but the Heat, you know, the, obviously they just won one dominant scorer away. All right, one dominant scorer away, and then you can add the pieces. Like I said, you can get Dame Lillard, you can get um, Bradley Bill. Like I said, I prefer Dame Lillard. You know, Dame Lillard is, is um, what seven years older, um, but I still prefer him. Over Bradley Bill, because like I said, Bradley Bill, um, <laughs> he could hit points. He could score points. I'm let me not be foolish. Um, he can do it. Um, but I just like Dame Lillard. Uh, he's more clutch. He's more playoff ready. Um, he just, he just, he just that. He just that dude. He has that attitude. So I will want Dame Lillard. And then you can. Like I said, hopefully you could get someone like Brooke Lopez. I know he's going to command a lot of money. Um, but if you're willing to pay Dame Lillard, Dame Lillard um, $30 million and and you could and you could pay Bradley Bill $40 million, you can get Brooke Lopez and Dame Lillard. You can do that. So that's what I think is better set up. I don't know why Spo didn't play him. He doesn't know. He just, he said Spo said he says, "All right, I'm sorry, guys." Because Team Rodriguez says Tyler Hero really couldn't be a hero. But why didn't Spo play him? And that, like I said, I don't know why Spo didn't play him. Spo said he doesn't. He doesn't know why he played him. Spo says, like I said, he's gonna wrestle this all season, all off season because he had a chance and he just, I guess, he felt that he just didn't felt that he was ready. Um, even though the doctor said, yes, he was ready. He can play. Um, but Spo, he just stuck with his rotation. I mean, he gave Zeller five minutes and that was, and Zeller was minus five in his two minutes of action. He was minus five and guess how much that he lost by five. So every time Zeller came in the game, it was instant offense for the Denver Nuggets, but yet he, he played them. He, he he played him, so I don't know why he didn't play. He didn't play hero. Um, sometimes Spo is just stubborn. He just stubborn. He just stick to his rotation, and he don't like changing. He like he like he liked he liked to adapt things. He liked to, um, you know, ease things in. So I guess he just he just didn't want to just input him in, in, into the offense. That's my that's my guess. I'm not sure. Um. They sure and and they sure not talking to me, asking, "Hey JB, you know what, what you think?" Because I told him, man, you need to play hero and you play Jovic and you need to play some people with offense because these uh, the offensive guys they're struggling. I mean, man, what happened to Gabe Vincent? I mean, he couldn't buy a shot. He couldn't buy a shot this series. That hurt. That hurt. 
Gabe Vincent played well the first two games and disappeared right after that. Never heard from him again. That hurt. Struss was off and on. He, he, he had two good games in the series. Duncan Robinson played played well. Not great. He was off and on too. But it was just the offense was... It was Jimmy O'Bus and Jimmy looked gassed. He did. He looked he looked gassed. And Bam was, was off and on too. Like Bam's ATM. Bam should not be your second leading scorer. We are in trouble if Bam's not second leading scorer. He doesn't have any post moves. Does have any offensive offensive um offensive prowess. Uh he's he looked lost sometimes. It just it lessens a, a breakaway dunk or alley oop or a putback. It just, just don't know. It just just didn't look. It just didn't look right. Um, and so, like I said, the Denver Nuggets. We see what we need to do, and hopefully, we are we are able to capitalize. And get some free agents here, some scorers here. Last year they couldn't, so hopefully they could be like, hey, hey, let's go, let's do this. Yeah, they always say they're best for the playoffs. They do. Um, like I said, he, he, the season is an audition for the Heat for the players, and then the playoff time he plays who he, who who he's comfortable with, um, and so. That's what it was. So I guess, like I said, Hero didn't play all but one game in this playoffs, and he just didn't want to mess up this rotation. Like I said, Spo is stubborn when it comes to his rotation. He is stubborn. He's not going to change it for nobody, no matter how much you think it might work. He is not going to change it. Yes, long live Udonis has him. Like, oh, what a great, great career, great career, great career. Um, it came to an end on Monday night. You know, down here in Miami, we love him. He's from here, born and raised, and God bless him. God bless him. He gave us the best. However, how many years he played? Twenty years, twenty-one years, twenty-two years. He gave us the best twenty, twenty-one years of his of his life. We we down here appreciate him. Um, and it's gonna be sad, but he's not. He's like I said, he's retiring, but he's gonna be with the organization. He's gonna be more of the um, PR, you know, dealing with the dealing dealing with um charities for the Heat, dealing with the people, and hopefully every now and then go down there and in, into the practice gym or in the games and you know talk sense into the players' head. Um, keep that Heat culture alive. Now we need a Heat culture guy, so that's why. I hopefully they could bring in Goran Dragic, um, and he could he could fill that role. Um, he's been here a while. He knows the culture. He loves the team. So maybe he could be the guy, the next guy to sit there, be at the end of the bench, and say, "Hey, yo, like you done this? Nope, don't do this." He, I mean, he's not gonna be the thug like Udonis is, or be the the tough love guy like don't like Udonis is, but he could be the guy that can set everybody straight. And it just we as a Heat fans, and I'm sure the Heat franchise is gonna miss Udonis Haslam. Um, so congratulations to a beautiful career. I hope he he enjoys retirement. Um, he can watch his son play football in Toledo. Um, he can root for the Hurricanes and root for the Dolphins um, and root for Florida basketball. Because yeah, yeah, he's weird like that. He loves Florida basketball, but he loves Hurricanes football. Go figure. And that's what he does. He loves his Dolphins. So, good luck to him and to all his endeavors. And God bless him. And thank you for everything that you've done for the Miami Heat, Udonis Haslam. Go hang out with Dwayne Wade now. Go hang out with Dwayne Wade. <laughs> No, Haslam was not in the same draft for LeBron. Um, he came the same year. Actually, he's a year older than those guys. Um, 
but the Heat signed him as a a no. The Heat he told him to go overseas, and then he went overseas in 2002. He lost weight. He went overseas. He played well, and then he came back. And he brought him back to summer league in 2003, and then he was on the team. He made the team because of his hard work and everything, dedication, because he's UD. He's not going to give up. He made the team. He lost weight, and he's been starting since his rookie year. He came inside his rookie year. And his rookie year is 2003, but he was really out of school at 2000, 2002. But he went, like I said, he went to Europe and got and, and, toned his, and honed his game in. Like I said, he lost a lot of weight and became my, became my starting forward in 2003. And he's been rocking ever since. Rocking ever since. And we and we appreciate that. That's a great find by Pat Riley. Like he's one. He's like the. Nah, he's not the original Heat lifer. Uh, Ike Austin. And only Heat fans remember Ike Austin. He was the original Heat guy, culture guy, undrafted guy that he found, made him. A, a star in this league and of course after they become a star with the heat they go sign big money elsewhere and then they disappear they disappear and that's how that's how the, that's how it goes so he go he find the guys and then they find somebody else to go and then they find somewhere else to go and then they never hear again so Season comes to end for the Panthers and the Heat. Um, it's the dog days of summer. No sports for the next couple of months until training camp. So, now we talk about... We're going to talk about the Marlins. <laughs> the Marlins. The 36 and 32 Marlins. They got to win the record. So, that's what we're going to focus on for the next couple of months until training camp. Um, so who can't with the training camp can't with the training camp, but thank you Marlins. I mean, sorry, not thank you Marlins. We see what, what happens. Hopefully y'all be in a, in a wild car race. Hey Larry, how you doing? All right. Let me see. A very hard. Yes. Uh, Listen, I think when I watched Game Three, Game Four, and and the Denver Nuggets won, I kind of knew it was over for us. I had hope, but I kind of knew. And sure enough, it was. It was. And then, I mean, the Panthers didn't even the Panthers didn't even show up on on Tuesday night. And of course, it's hard because you know. Kachuk didn't play. He, he had a broken sternum. Um, actually, he broke it in, in game three. Um, but played the game four anyway. And didn't play in game five. And they just, I mean, they got their teeth kicked in by the by the, by the Vegas Knights. Um, so, congratulations to Vegas Knights. Congratulations to Denver Nuggets. Um, enjoy it. Because I think... I, I believe the Knicks are one-hit wonders. I don't think they're going to win again. They're going to be figured out. Um, in the Vegas, you know, hockey is very hard to repeat. Let's do the lightning. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. Um, it was a very hard week for, for us fans. Yes, I will. Thank you, Larry. Um, but... But hey, I mean, Miami sports. What can we do now? Like I said, we're going to root, put all our focus on the Marlins and wait till Messi comes. Messi comes after after July, first week of July, when the when the um I forgot how they do it in soccer. What they call it? The window open, um the transfer window or that's, that's transfer portal. Um, I'm not familiar with the term in soccer, but if the window opens. July 5th, so that means he can come over in July 5th um, and work out everything out before work out everything out before then, and he could come in um, on July 5th, and so and that's gonna be crazy for Miami sports when he comes down, 
because I say, like I said, a huge Argentinian fan base down here. Um, they love Argent. They love them. They got not, not a fan base. I'm sorry, but a lot of them came over from South from Argentina. They they made their homes down here. They made their roots down here. So the game is going to be wow once he comes. Um, and so I can't wait. Um, uh, I think tickets going to be a little bit more expensive now. But I, I, I kind of got into soccer during the World Cup. Like I got into hockey um, during the Panthers run. And I sit and watch and I know no rules. Um, but if my, they do soccer down here different. I mean... It's, it's it's like watching soccer in South America when coming down here. They're they're, they're wild. They're passionate. They got the bands. I mean, all of them got it, the bands and everything. So everything's crazy. But the food is ridiculous. So I gotta go to some game because the food is ridiculous. Um, and it's nonstop action, especially if Messi comes when if when he comes, it's gonna be ridiculous. So I'm gonna make out make go to some Inter Miami um, games and just in. Enjoy the atmosphere. Um, you know, we still we got two months to enjoy football. Two months to enjoy football. It's called a transfer window, Larry. Yeah, that's what it's called. Okay, it's called a transfer window. Okay, I'm thinking about the transfer portal, but the transfer window. So, yes, July 5th when that transfer window comes. It's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Well, Larry Messi coming to Miami. Is it time? Hey, if you never, if you haven't, haven't come to Miami, when you come to Miami after July 5th, please go take a drive to North Broward at the, at, um, the Pink Stadium. It's called Pink Live Stadium. Pink Drive, sorry, Pink Drive Stadium, Pink DRV Stadium, and check out the Inter Miami game. It was crazy before. It was crazy before. All right, it was crazy. You know, if if you're single, definitely go out there. <laughs> if you're single, I would definitely advise to take your time to go to Drive Pink Stadium and catch a game. If you're married, um. Don't look too hard because the wife won't slap you. But it's going to be even more crazier when Messi comes. Um, it's, it's you know Miami's an event town. It's going to be who's who. Everybody's going to be there. So take the initiative. Come to Miami and take the time to go to Drapping Stadium for a soccer game. And thank me later. Thank me later. All right, Adam. I have or Adam chimes in. I have a buddy of mine who's in who's St. Louis FC season ticket holder. First match is for Messi. Oh, okay, okay. So he could be in St. Louis first, huh? And the price has gone up five times. Wow, wow. And St. Louis fans are crazy. St. I mean, in a good way. St. Louis fans are crazy in a good way. All right. But they're passionate. Um, they love all their sports. And so, yeah, that can be a, that's going to be a good game. Um, even, though, even though the Inter-Miami, their last place right now in the East. Um, man. And some fans have the nerve to say that can Messi handle the physicality of the MLS? Like, he dominated the Premier League. He dominated the European League. Like, of course he can handle was the game down here in MLS. That's a no-brainer. Um, now, will he lead in, you know, into Miami to the MLS finals? Who knows? I don't know. But it's going to be very, very, very exciting. I, I'm. I just. I just can't wait. Um, like I said, it's going to be a great time. But thank you to the Miami Heat for a wonderful postseason and a very frustrating regular season. Thank you to the 
Panthers, Florida Panthers, for a wonderful postseason and again a very frustrating regular season. But we enjoyed the run, um, and we look forward to next year. All right, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Next, we're gonna talk about who else? The Miami Dolphins. Um, what's going on? The rumors. Um, mini camp ended on Sunday. Who looked good? Who didn't? Um, so we'll be right back. Again, this is Majesty the Scoreboard. I'm your host, JB, right here on IE Sports Radio. Your direct feed to all the other sports. We'll be right back. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to AZ Sports Daily. I'm your host, Kiernan Daly. Bringing the heat to Arizona sports. There's no discrimination here. We're going to talk about every sports team, professional and college. The show is all about you, the listener. I'm here to entertain you. Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? It's going to be fun, high energy. You may not agree with what I say. That's okay. Let me hear you. Let's talk about it. Join me every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on AZ Sports Daily. That's AZ Sports, D-A-L-E-Y, and at IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. What's up, sports fans? You're listening to IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. I'm your favorite West Coast Wisconsinite, Bernie Bango. And if you're a cheesehead, come listen to my show, Big Cheese Sports, where we road trip around America's Dairyland, previewing, reviewing, predicting, debating, and digging into all that is Wisconsin sports at the college and pro levels. Join me on IE Sports Radio, Sundays at 1 p.m. Central Standard. Bernie out. Is up Carolina Nation. This is John Felipe of the Carolina Cast, of course, the podcast of, by, and for the Carolinas, right here on IE Sports, your direct feed for all that is sports. And I'm reminding you to tune in Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern for the latest in Carolina sports, whether it's the Panthers that keep on pounding, the fly natures of the Hornets, the storming hurricanes, the battle of the Blues with Duke and UNC, the fight of the Clemson Tigers, or the amazing atmosphere of any Carolina college. I'm talking App State. I'm talking ECU. I've got you covered. Once again, tune in for the Carolina cast with me, John Felipe, Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Welcome back to Magic City Scoreboard. Again, I'm your host, JB. Right here, IE Sports Radio, your direct feed to all that is sports. And funny thing about the the Carolinas, because I will be there in three weeks with my stepson. He has an official visit to Coastal Carolina football team, and so I will be there. Um, so ready to enjoy some barbecue. Um, so hopefully, I don't know. You're gonna see if he likes it. Um, be going to South Florida next week, and Coach Klein, Coach Klein is one of the schools that's interested in him. And then we go to UAB, and so it's going it's going to be a fun summer for me. So I'm traveling a lot, watching, taking my son to his official visits to see what school he decides to sign with. So this is very exciting time for me. All right. Yes, thank you, Ms. Well, congrats. Yes, thank you. He's working hard. He's working hard, you know, trying to live out his dream. And 
trying to support, help me not pay for college. So God bless him. God bless him. Thank you, Mr. Rodriguez. Okay. Dolphins, our beloved Dolphins. Mini camp was over with. Um, and from what all the news and notes that happened, Chosen Anderson, the wide receiver, formerly known as Robbie Anderson. No, he played with the Jets, played with the Panthers, and he had a stint with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, so he showed out. They say he showed out. He's matured. He's ready. And it's a little late. That number three spot is going to be his. Um, and so he, he, he practiced well. Again, this is practice, but Chosen Anderson has proved that he's a, a number one receiver in this league. He has proved that. All right. Hold on. <laughs> Damn considered of you to step up and do you a solid by paying for college that yes he is yes he is i told him that too i said hey, i can't afford it so you better be good at this football thing because i can't afford college <laughs> it, is, it is expensive uh you're right you're right adam it is expensive man and if they could pay for it good i mean all that hard work he did um high school junior college god bless him man I mean, it's his dream it just, I'm just hoping I don't have to pay for it. I'm just, because <laughs> college expensive and he's having a great time he's at, the, at these official visits. Um, uh, I'm having a good time at them too. Like I said, we went uh, last year, last week was FIU. I mean, well, we already here. FIU is in Miami. So we went to FIU um, official and next, next week is South Florida and it's in Tampa, but I stayed in Tampa for about a good four, four or five years of my life. I was in Tampa, so we're going there. Um, and then Coast Carolina, UAB, um, and hopefully it picks up, picks up some more. Oregon is interested. Um, so these enough of my stepson. So we're gonna talk about the Dolphins, but you know, some Power Five schools is 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 is, is is you know picking their head around the corner and say hey so hopefully like i say you get to live out live out his dream um but chosen anderson is showing as shown out um he is gonna i believe he's gonna be a third third wide receiver he getting at the other because he had some a lot of mental issues um while he was in carolina and in arizona um and so he seems to have worked that out um hopefully um and he's He's the third best receiver on this team. And I know we have Cedric Wilson, um, Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios' job is to left five. He's the, he's the slot. He's going to be the slot guy. He's going to work the middle. And he's going to be our kick returner and punt returner. So his job is solidified. So in the summer, that wide receiver job is going to be very interesting to see who gets cut, who makes the team, who gets all the playing time. Um, so it's going to be very interesting. Very, yes, Chosen Anderson might be the chosen one. <laughs> That's what he said. That's why he named his name. Cause he said he was the chosen one. That's why he chose Chosen as his name. Cause he said he was the chosen one. He was chosen by God. Um, so I hope so. I hope he's chosen by God to be a hell of a receiver next year and lead us to the Super Bowl. Um, cause this city will go crazy if that happens. Not mind you, the heat, they would, they would enjoy the heat championship. They would enjoy a Panthers championship, but the hurricanes and the dolphins, if they happen to win the championship, the city is going to explode and we're going to be obnoxious. If you don't think so, Miami fans are obnoxious already. We will be even more obnoxious. If those things happen. So, yes, he is the chosen one. College is super expensive. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And if your son makes the team, well, hopefully he makes the team. He's on, they, they offer the scholarships. Um, so, hopefully he makes the team because he's, he's been offered scholarships. And 
God, I mean, listen, he worked hard, man. Um, he came into my life when he was seven years old, and um, he told me he wanted he wanted to play football. At the time, me and his mother was together, even though we're not together. Um, he still stuck around. He came with me, um, and so you know, we father and son. But yeah, since seven years old, I taught him how to play football, um, and he he got better. He got better. He worked hard since seven. He worked hard. He worked hard. Now six one, two hundred pounds. Runs a four. I mean, he's just get the car. That's, uh, this don't have me pay for school. Then he dresses dresses up to him. Everything else is is strawberries for me. Cherry on the tops. Just that's it. That's it. I can't wait till he to make make us make a decision, and I can plan my Saturdays around him in the family. Me, me, and my other kids could drive up or fly to go watch him play every Saturday. So um, I can't wait. I'm excited for him, I'm, and as a family, we're all excited for him. Um, so we're just living life and enjoying the process, and that's it. Like I know some of these players, I know, you know, like Chosen Anderson. That's why it's hard because it's really hard. All you know, all these schools telling you what you want to hear to get you there, then tell you hold something different when you get there. So that's tough. So he, you know, yes, that's why I guess he be he bringing me along to, I guess, to weed out the BS that's gonna gonna happen. But hey, you know, we enjoying the process. Trust me, we are. We are the mini camp again. Another a person who who everybody is looking at, saying that he might be a problem, is the Dolphins' third round draft pick Devin Devon Ashane, the running back out of Texas A and M. Everybody knows he's a track guy. Very fast, very um shifty. Get him in open field, and he could take it to the house. And as a Hurricane fan, we watched him. He did it to us last year. He was very, I mean, he killed us. I mean, he basically killed us with the, his, his return game. Um, his catches out the backfield. Making Miami defensive players miss. Um, he, he killed us. And as I'm watching this game, and you know, you watch the game, you see this guy doing all kinds of, you know, freakish stuff and twitch moves, and he's killing your team. And you're thinking to yourself, like, man, I wish the Dolphins would draft him. <laughs> and they did. And they did. I'm like, oh, the Dolphins drafted him. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be, I mean, we got really a Olympic track team. On the field, just um, Dolphin fans, imagine, just sit back and imagine, lining, watch your team line up, and it's Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, um, and Mostert, and Ashane, because Ashane is playing, he, they put him in the spot, so they, they make him there, do everything back, where you're not just going to focus on him. In the backfield, he could he could, they put him in where he could be a, a slot receiver with another running back. So that way, it's always going to be a back in the field, but he could be he could be everywhere at once. So just imagine all those guys on the field at the same time as a defensive back. What are you thinking as a defense defensive back? Like, oh my, who are you going to cover? All right, who who you? I mean, first, you know, pinpoint you are gonna stop Tyreek Hill. All right, that's number one. I guess you are gonna go by number one. Stop Tyreek Hill. All right, everybody then stop. Um, next stop is Jalen Waddle. Now everybody else has to has to stop their man. That's gonna be tough. That's gonna be tough for you to ask your third string, fourth string DB to stop the Miami Dolphins. Receiver like Chosen Aniston, who's also fast, 
or Broxton Berrios, who's who's pretty shifty and fast. You know, it's a pretty tough task. Even if, if they put, if they move the the Von um the Von Ashane out the backfield, and you're asking your linebacker to cover him. So, the Dolphins' offense is creating mismatches all over the field. And what they're going to do is find a mismatch and kill you with it. And that's the best thing, you know, I'm excited about the Miami Dolphins. And they're finding players that fit their system. They're not – it's like they're not sitting there and trying to force force feed, force force a player into their system. Like, I love Gusecki, but he didn't fit the system. So, he's gone. All right. Um, during the middle of the during the middle of the season last year, the running back he dropped a lot of passes. Um, the one from Arizona, name name escapes me. They know he didn't fit. He got traded middle of the season. So they know they know who's gonna fit the system, who's and who's not gonna fit their system. Um, and so I trust everything he does. That's why, that's why I didn't. I wanted them to draft a a, a tight end. I did, you know, but they drafted a 6'4 receiver, 250 pounds receiver who, who ran a 4'4 and says, you're going to pay tight end. I can see that. So now I can see him, you know, doing a tight end route, making tight end breaks, going against linebackers, not DBs or safeties, um, and dominating. He can he can do that. So what they're doing is going on that field is going to put mismatches everywhere on that field and dare you to make a mistake because you're going to make a mistake because I guarantee you your third or fourth string guy is not going to cover one of their best guys. Your third and fourth string DB is not going to cover Chosen Anderson or Braxton Barrios. They're not. It's not going to happen. Your linebacker is not going to cover Devon Devon Ashane out the backfield. Load them at line them as receiver, and you got to put a linebacker out there. You're not going to stop them, so they're going to force you to make mistakes. And like I said, um, it's going to be great. The defense, um, they're not saying much defense because I think they're going to unleash a whole new look, a whole new coverage. He said he he has planned. Um, they talked to the defensive back coach, um, the second guy command. He says, hey, we got a whole new um, cover system design and nobody has ever seen before. So that means you can't study it on film. You can't um, you can't practice against it. They're just going to show it, unveil it on you. Mr. Rodriguez, <laughs> I hope you're hearing me. They're going to unveil it on your golden boy and they're going to make him look foolish week one. They're gonna make them make them make them look foolish. So prepare to come on my show and be entertained and humiliated. All right, be prepared. So it's it's gonna be great. I can't wait for the season to start. Um, r- rumors, guys. Davin Cook hasn't signed yet. All right, Davin Cook is not going to be cheap with himself and his body, and I I can't blame him. All right, he's gonna he's putting his body at work, and he wants to get paid. He wants to get paid, so he's not gonna be cheap. All right, so he says the market is low, and he he and the money's not there what he wants. Yes, um, I really believe. Then he come to Miami and says, "Hey, what can you offer?" All right, but right now. He's gonna test his. He's gonna test his weight, and like a lot of Leonard Fournette is testing is testing the market out. Um, some say he would like to come to Miami um, if the market dries up. If you don't say market, so it's so that's what's going on. With Diamond Cook It's gonna be a wait and see. It's not gonna be a process. It's not gonna be a short, quick process. All right, he's gonna hold himself out until he could get the most money he can get, and so. Hopefully y'all can be pa- be patient on those on those rumors. Um, so he's not gonna sign no time soon. 
unless you somebody comes and says, hey, here's $10 million, then he signed in. But if nobody, so that means he's, he has no favorites. He has no, um, well, I mean, he doesn't have favorite where you want to go. But like I said, that's if the market dries up and he doesn't, he doesn't get what he wants. Then he'll settle for what Miami is willing to offer, which is $5 million. And so he's going to see. So if you're going to pay for $5 million, why not pay for $5 million um, tax-free, state tax-free? So that's what he's waiting on. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, all right? And we're going to talk more about more about the Dolphins. And, but well, I'm saying not more. Less about the Hurricanes and more about the Marlins um, run. What's going on right now? Again, I know they, they failed twice to Seattle. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to talk more about the Marlins, okay? This is Magic City Scoreboard. I'm your host, JB, right here on Magic City Scoreboard. I mean, sorry, right here on IE Sports Radio. Your direct feed to all that is sports. Uh, we'll be right back. sports fans do you like wine well we've got the show for you this is let's wine about sports a show where we talk about wine and sports simultaneously from the classic cabernet sauvignon all the way down to the grapes that you've never even heard of before oh yeah we cover it all and we'll talk about a little bit of sports as well football hockey collegiate women's sports it doesn't matter we're going to talk about it all and we're going to whine about it all so join me Monday at 8 p.m. on IU Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Hockey fans, I'm Adam Kernick. And I'm Zach Puplis. Together, we are the newest version of Hockey Talk on IE Sports Radio, The Neutral Zone. Zone, 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 zone. We love hockey, but we also know it's not everyone's first sport. So we want to make this show as much for new fans as for the diehards. Whether you can name all the Swedes on the 08 Red Wings Stanley Cup team, or if you can't tell if Varlamov is a goalie or the latest trendy vodka, we're here to help. With facts, figures, and outrageous fans, we bring you all the hard-hitting hockey news you can handle, while still keeping it fun and on the rails. Well, mostly. So tune in every week as we go around the hockey world from college to Canada, the minors and the majors, and everywhere in between. So bring your sellies. And your one-timers. Your wicked ristas. And be sure to protect your five-hole. Catch the Neutral Zone every week on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. We promise not to pick on the Arizona Coyotes every episode. My name is Daryl Kinsey Jr. I'm welcoming you to take another lap with the fastest show on IE Sports Radio. Yes, this is the Extra Mile. 
with me and my co-hosts Christopher Lehman and Michael Ward. We talk everything racing from NASCAR to IndyCar to Formula One to limited hydroplanes, endurance racing, the NHRA, and more. So come join us for an hour of great racing talk and a lot of fun as well on the Extra Mile Thursdays at 8 p.m. only on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Well, welcome back. Well, I cannot go to extra miles, so my time is almost up. So, uh, no extra mile for me. This is, again, this is welcome back to Magic City Scoreboard. I'm your host, JB, right here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Our Miami Marlins, still second place in the division. All right, everybody? Um,. They're playing well. They're struggling on the road. Seattle's a pretty good team. Um, so they, they, they took their lumps on the road. Um, hope they can they can salvage one out of the series and go on to the next one. Team Rodriguez. All right. Let me see what you wrote. I mean, it's always, it's always nice to dream. But let's save the banter for week one. No, Mr. Rodriguez. I'm going to talk trash all the way up until game day from this point on until week one, four o'clock Eastern time. I'm going to talk trash to you just so you never forget that the Chargers are losing to the Dolphins week one. All right. I'm going to mention it every show from now to week one. All right? So get used to it. Right. And then after we beat you, I'm going to talk about it even more. So get used to it. Back to the Marlins. You know, Marlins has a hitter that is is on pace. On pace to hit over 400. It hasn't been done this late before since I got what it was. I guess it was Ty Cobb. I'm, I'm not a baseball, I'm not a baseball um, historian, so I don't know. But they, I'm, you know, I'm hearing that this, this is the latest as it's been since for someone to be hitting over 400, and he's still there. So look like, um, hopefully he, you know, look like he's gonna be, he could keep it up, he could be the batting champion and make history. Um, but they're playing well, like I said, and. I went to one game, uh, so I spent money on the Marlins because I, I see, I see, I see something, something is something is a brewing. I see. So hopefully, the trade deadline is about to come up. Hopefully, there'll be buyers, not sellers. Um, get a bat, Marlins. Get a bat. Get another bat. All right. Hopefully, you can get another bat that can help this office out. Um, Sandy Alcantara, come on. Cy Young winner, reigning Cy Young winner. Uh, you gotta play, you gotta pitch better than what you're doing. This team is winning without you being dominant like you were last year. So I mean, you gotta, you gotta play better. Um, Chaz Chisholm is hurt. Um, hopefully he comes back and the, to be an uh, important force to this team. Like they do all this with, with a lot of guys hurt and not playing well, and they're second place in the division. Um, two games out of the wild card. So, hey, hopefully, you know, they get stronger with addition and hopefully they can get a bat. They can get a bat on this team, a second bat to help out. Uh, I think it's Reyes is the guy who's um, the 401. It's a weird name, Spanish name. Uh, but, like I said, he's he's doing it without help. He's doing well without helping that lineup because Chad Chisholm has been gone right now for a while, for almost four weeks now. He's been gone, and here we are. Um, get him to give him another bat. Get him help. Send your contra. Come on, please. We need you to be your dominant self. We we doing all of this with with a, with a very good bullpen. All right, not gonna start pitching a very good bullpen. So, and timely hitting. So we need this. 
We need this. This fan base is ready to embrace you. All right, Marlins, don't mess it up. Do not mess it up, all right? All right, guys. It's on about that time. Next week, all Dolphins and some Marlins, all right? And see what happens with the – I think the draft is, is, is coming up soon. So we'll see what's going on with the draft, all right? Um, do some draft talk with NBA Draft Talk, all right? So, again, thank you for con- – for joining me. I'm your host, JB. Thank you, this Magic City Scoreboard. Right here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed to all that is sports. Good night. Am I, 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 am I,